Welcome to the Intimate Inspirations Podcast. I am Michelle Blumentritt, and I cannot wait to share with women, no matter what your phase of life, a longtime passion of mine to help you find your beautiful. Hey, friends. Thanks so much for listening in this week. In today's episode, I'm really wanting to just talk candidly with women on a topic that I know is one that will resonate with all of you in some way or another. One of the things that I think I have learned over the years through talking with many wives and even husbands is that they say how incredibly different men and women are. And of course, we know this, right? It's not. This is not rocket science. Men and women are opposites, opposites attract. We hear all of those things. But I think oftentimes those differences can affect our marriage, obviously, in many ways, but primarily it can affect our closeness and the intimacy between a husband and a wife. So many differences that we have between men and women, obviously there's mentally, physically, and sexually. How are we to navigate through all of these and then still be able to come together as one? So today I am going to hopefully be able to put a little bit of clarity on that and give a few tips on ways that we can do these things that are really, again, as I feel, just some reminders and maybe some things that you know, but that will resonate with you in a way that helps you to appreciate those differences between you and your spouse versus resenting those differences, which I I think honestly is something that we all struggle with. And I don't know about you, but I know that sometimes you get into these moods or these emotions or feelings, and depending on the season of life that you're in, if hormones take hold, sometimes you can just really go down a rabbit hole with not seeing your husband in the light that God designed us to see him in and we instead tear him down to our friends and to our family versus building him up which is really what we were designed to do we are their helpmate we're to come alongside them and we married them for better or for worse right all the things as they married us for better or for worse and sometimes it's messy and it's ugly and we struggle with a lot of different things. And so what I really would like to focus on today is how as women we can set our minds a little bit differently when we think of those differences and we might be upset or angry or frustrated with those differences. How can we have a mindset shift and instead think a little differently. God designed sex for pleasure in a marriage and his greatest desire is for a husband and a wife to experience that true intimacy together with one another. However, I understand that that cannot always be easy when there are so many things that are different between us so many things that we get frustrated or we don't understand and 
how can we bridge that gap to obtain a closer intimacy in our marriage? And I think honestly, really just recognizing the differences is a a big step in the right direction because when we don't really understand something, it's very difficult to accept it, right? When you don't understand or relate to the way that someone responds or reacts, it's harder to wrap your head around it and it's much easier to tear it down or demean that emotion or that feeling because it's not what we can relate to. And I think that's where just the tip of the iceberg is really just being able to try to see those differences and acknowledge them and then figure out when you are having those frustrations like, oh, I wish he didn't feel this way. I wish he didn't do this to maybe look at what it is that's frustrating you and how you can just shift your mind in that moment to appreciate that. And I'm going to explain a little bit further as we go on as to what maybe some of the differences that I've heard in the past and some complaints between husbands and wives and what we can do with those differences and those frustrations and how we can transfer those to appreciation and being able to feel like you can support them in those moments when you feel aggravated or irritated about the differences. And I think it's important also to realize that oftentimes it's the very things in a marriage between a husband and a wife that drive you crazy that are oftentimes the things that probably were what attracted you to your husband or to your wife in the first place. So for instance, Dalen and I, when we met, one of the things that I fell in love with him for was that he is a very strong personality type. He is a leader and he's a take charge, make decision type of person. I love that because I am not that kind of a person and I was drawn to that. Now that we're married, that sometimes in some instances, that very characteristic that I fell in love with him for is the thing that sometimes makes me crazy because sometimes I feel like he's unapproachable or I can't relate to him or he can't relate to me because he's got such an independent and strong personality. So try to remember those things because oftentimes if they weren't that personality type that you were drawn to or they didn't have that character trait that originally made you fall in love with them, you probably wouldn't want that. And it is oftentimes those things that tend to after time, maybe those characteristics might start to drive you crazy in a different direction, right? They might make you feel like, wow, they're not this or they're not that. And try to shift a little of that and go, you know, this is really the very thing that made me attracted to them in the first place. And maybe you're a person who really already knows all these things. You already build up your husband and you always appreciate the differences between the two of you. If that is the case, 
that's awesome. I know for me, even though most times I recognize how different we are, there's still always these really good reminders for me to just have a refresher course of how I can shift my mindset sometimes to appreciate them versus feeling resentful towards them. And so often we just are thinking, how can we possibly understand our husbands when it comes to intimacy or sex when there's just so many things that are different? For instance, he's visual and stimulated by sight and smells. We are more relationship focused and stimulated by touch or words. He prefers the lights on to see all of our curves. We oftentimes prefer the dark not to see all of our curves. Men want to be respected. Women choose to be or want to be loved. We've talked about that before. Men think about sex all the time. We think about it during certain times, either certain times of the month or depending on our current mood or even our current circumstances. So if we're on vacation, we're relaxed, we feel accomplished and things are done and we're not stressed, that's when as women we're able to get in the mood and feel like we're present in intimacy. Whereas our husbands oftentimes can just drop everything, block out sounds, noises, events, whatever going on in our home or wherever we're at and be in the moment and have no issues with that. And obviously that's not at all how we are as women. It's not how we were built. It's not how we were designed. And also men are very one track minded. They focus on one thing at a time. It's very difficult for a man to multitask. Whereas women, that is exactly how we were built. We are, our minds are constantly going we're moving, we're thinking of multiple things, and we're usually doing multiple things at one time. So there it is, a lot of differences, right? But what do we do with that as women and as wives? How do we handle those things? I think what I am trying to drive home and what I'd really like to focus on with you on this episode is just having a mindset shift so that you can appreciate each other and your differences in a marriage. So there's a few things I came up with. Some of the things were from a book that I have read that I feel is a great tool and will be going through some of the things that I have also learned from that. And others are just some ideas and thoughts that I've had in my experiences in life and things I've heard from other marriages um, as far as their relationship goes and how people see each other differently and how we can help look at one another in a different light. All right, so let's dive in. Difference number one, he's visual and more stimulated by seeing. So what I say to that is give him something to look at. Wear that little black dress and don't get mad then when all he wants to do is take it off. So before I get backlash on that, listen first. I have a story about 
a friend and I who were in the car, I think, and listening to a song that came on the radio. It's a, a country song that talks about her wearing that black dress and getting all dressed up. And what he's saying in the song is, all I can think about is getting her home, watching the black dress hit the floor. And I love that. I think that's awesome. You know, your husband is still wanting that. And it was funny when my friend in the car with me went, oh my gosh, such a man thing, right? That's so typical. She gets all dressed up and spends so much time getting her makeup on and looking beautiful. And then all he wants to do is get her undressed because he just wants sex. And true, right? It is true. And we do think that way because oftentimes that is the thought of men. And sometimes that can be frustrating in a way where like you're thinking that's it. That's all he ever wants. But for the most part, it is how men were built. They are built that way. So mindset shift number one, instead of thinking, oh my gosh, I spend all this time going on our date or getting a chance to go out. I get dressed up. I put on the things, the clothes, and then all he wants to do is take it off. Instead, think how fortunate and blessed that my husband of fill in the blank, 10 years, 15 years, 30 years, still wants me. He's still looking at me and thinking, I cannot wait to get her home because she's mine. And he could be looking at someone else that way in the restaurant or wherever you're at. And I look at that and I know it's not always easy and I'm not saying this is going to be the case every time. But just that little shift of the mind where you go, you know what, thank God that I have a husband who loves me and thinks I'm hot and he still wants me in that way and I'm going to do all I can to continue to make him want me and be attractive to him and be intriguing and all the things right that we want to be as a wife and a lot of times at the beginning of our marriages or even dating these are all things we do but it does unfortunately things change and I'm not saying that's bad it's very normal but sometimes it's work to actually be intentional about getting dressed up going out putting on the makeup wearing the cute things or the black dresses that you never wear just for your husband and in the same way because men are visual more so than relational they prefer to have the lights on during intimacy They want to see your naked body and all of its curves. And as a woman, that is often hard because women are very different. We are not visual. We're not built the same way. And we don't want to see all of our curves and our flaws. And it's not a turn on for us to see those things. Mindset shift number two, compromise. And what do I mean by that is that you can still keep the light on and maybe wear something that makes you feel more comfortable during sex 
while you have the lights on so that if you are seeing yourself, you're not insecure about whatever it might be. And I don't know what that looks like for you. It might be that you hate your stomach, your belly, or you hate your arms, or you hate whatever. Find a cute little tight tank top that covers whatever part of you drives you crazy that you don't like to look at, or cute lingerie, something simple, and wear that during intimacy so that you feel confident and you feel sexy and cute and you can keep the lights on for him because he is more visual. I don't know what that looks like for you. I know this is one of those things that's not easy for everyone, but think about it. Think about your personal relationship and in how you are in intimacy and what that looks like for you and then Figure out what that might look like for you to be able to shift your mind and possibly have that compromise where you can still do what it is that is going to turn him on, but also what is giving you the confidence to be with the lights on. All right, next difference. Men are very one-track minded, especially during intimacy. He's thinking about that and only that right? Meanwhile, as women, we can be figuring out what we're going to make for dinner that evening or even thinking about ways to redecorate our bedroom in the moment. It is a complete difference between the two of us and our minds can be running through all sorts of things. And of course, if there's distractions that take place, like a noise that we hear or a phone that rings, one of our kids makes a noise downstairs or upstairs, wherever. As a woman, it completely breaks our concentration. For men, no way. They're on a mission. It's the task at hand, period. And they are thinking of that usually and only that during that moment, which That can be a little challenging at times because they can tend to just be focused and do it just about anywhere or anytime, broad daylight, evenings, kids home, kids not home, it doesn't matter. And it's so different for us as women to be able to shift that. We just really cannot, we were not built that way, okay? Let's just say that much. Mindset shift number three. Instead of being annoyed and frustrated with him that he doesn't get phased by the distractions that are going on or that he can only think of that one thing, recognize that you've got his undivided attention. He is focused on you and only you in this moment. So embrace it and just be in the moment with him the best that you can. This sometimes does take a whole different mindset. It takes concentration and because again, men and women are built so differently. But I'm telling you, look at that positive side of that situation and go, thank goodness that in this very moment, I have his undivided attention. When do we have that of our husbands? It's difficult and because 
of the same point that I brought up before because men are so one-track minded and they don't really multitask well, it can also be difficult when we are trying to get them to focus on us in other situations, talk to us, listen to us because there's other things going on. But when we are in the middle of sexual intimacy with our husbands, 99.9% of the time, that is all he's focused on. So embrace that. Be grateful for that moment. In that moment, it's the two of you. You have his undivided attention. Capture it and embrace it and enjoy it. All right. If you're still with me and I haven't lost you yet, the next difference is a man thinks about sex all the time. And this is something that I hear often from women in a marriage because once again when you don't understand or you can't comprehend something it's difficult to accept it right because we as women do not think the same way that a man does when it comes to sex and yes they are thinking about it all the time and so I mentioned at the beginning that I had read a book and I refer to it often. I love this book. If you don't have it or haven't read it, I'm going to recommend it to you. It is called Intimate Issues by Linda Dillo and Lorraine Pintos. I think I said that right, P-I-N-T-U-S. And she pretty much covers all the things about intimacy and closeness with a husband, how God designed it to be and I I absolutely love this book but there was a section that reminded me of this topic as I started going through it and I, I would like to just read the section because I feel like it really gives light to the subject that's at hand. It says a man may have sex on the brain, but the part of his body he once touched is approximately 40 inches south. A man's sexual glands are concentrated in one location, his genitals, but that one location contains so many stimulation points that even a mild touch drives him wild. A man has 17 sexual glands. Like millions of energizer bunnies, these glands work day and night producing semen, which is stored in an inner sac in the, the testes. When the sac fills up, his testes tells him, do something quick before I explode. A man's need for sex is not all in his mind. His sexual command center demands release from the accumulated buildup. There it is. And this may be something you know, of course, we've all heard these things, but it really truly is how a man was built. And so when we get frustrated, like what a pig, all he ever thinks about is sex, physically men have to have a release, which brings me to the mindset shift number four, instead of he just went sex all the time sex on the brain, he cannot think of anything else, how can you as a woman be thinking of the things that you can do to provide the needs for him that he might be needing? Are there ways that you might be withholding sex for one reason or another? By the way, ladies, this is not a good idea. If 
there are times in your marriage, which I know there are, we've all done it, that you are withholding sex because you're angry or you're not getting the things you want. I highly suggest against this. As women, we definitely know that we have the tools to seduce our man and we have the tools to be able to hold back and use them as a weapon against him if we're angry or frustrated or things aren't going the way we want them to go. This is definitely not a good tool to use in your marriage. Definitely if you're struggling with intimacy for one reason or another because of things that are going on, of course there are all sorts of issues and problems and things that happen between a woman and a man in their marriage that can create a division in intimacy and I suggest definitely communicating those things and working through those things and I'm not saying no matter what just have sex with your husband if he wants it even if you're mad even if you're not doing well even if he's hurt you or whatever I'm just saying as a general rule don't use sex as a weapon against your husband lastly Openly communicate your wants and needs and desires in intimacy with each other. Have those conversations with each other and do it regularly. Find times when there are little distractions like your date nights or vacations or times away that you have when it's just the two of you and the kids are with the babysitter or away. Take those moments to talk with one another and communicate and discuss in depth what are the things that I like, what are the things that you like, what are your needs, what are some needs that you feel like aren't being met on both parts and discuss them. And guys, I'm going to be honest, this is not always easy and this means being very vulnerable, but in your marriage, If you can't be vulnerable with your spouse, who can you be vulnerable with? I mean, that is the moments where intimacy really develops is when the two of you can just come together and have that vulnerability with one another. And it's not always easy and it's not always comfortable. And so I I would say this, for me personally, once again, things are not always the same as they are for everyone. I am obviously very comfortable with this topic and it doesn't affect me. It doesn't bother me. It doesn't mean that there aren't things that I'm not comfortable always talking about, even with my husband. But if you do struggle with this, try to maybe find some creative ways with one another that you can bring these things up. If you have specific date nights or times that you're going to go away, just maybe come up with some topics that you're going to lay out on those date nights and do it together. Like, hey, when we have our date night or when we go away on vacation, you know, every so often, let's come up with some questions or some ideas or things we would really like to talk about and make those topics be things like, what are your goals and your dreams and your needs? What are some of mine? What are those needs that are being met? And then bring that topic into that like what are your sexual needs and desires and are they being met and if those 
things that are being brought up, it's a safe place. And those things that are the needs of him or of her and their reasonable and within God's design of a marriage. And by that, I mean, if the things that are requested of you are within the bounds of marriage that are appropriate for a couple, then I say, explore that with one another and talk about it and communicate it and see where it goes and be willing to be vulnerable, be willing to be open in those times and in those moments to create that greater intimacy and bridge that gap of the differences between a man and a woman. And instead of looking at the things that he does that drive you crazy because you don't get it, because you don't relate to it, and he's a man and it's totally different from how we are built, look at it like this is how God designed him to be this perfect man human being right are they perfect no but as a man god designed them to be what they are and as a woman he designed us to be and think and feel the way that we do and it's different it's totally different so embrace those differences and appreciate that look at it in a different light the next time that you have that thought or that resentment that might come up about how frustrated it frustrating it is. I really hope that you enjoyed this episode and I hope that you had a few takeaways and things that you will be able to apply even this week as you go out there and be an amazing wife. Remember, you are beautiful.